You're listening to the Direction for Life podcast. We pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. Proverbs 31. I'm just quoting it. He that found the wife found the virtuous thing obtained favor of the Lord. Who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. Then gives all the characteristics of a, of a virtuous woman, which means a quality wife in some translations. And then the last part, it says, beauty is vain. After all of it says beauty is vain, it's at the bottom. You know what vain means? Nothing. Because beauty fades away. My aunt Mother Betty used to say this poem. She said, um, beauty is only skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. When beauty has faded away, ugly will hold his own. <laughs> you got to have more than beauty. That changes. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm... Somebody say I'm God's choice. So Mikhail thinks he's all that. David comes back rejoicing. And Mikhail comes out and starts ridiculing David, speaking disrespectfully to him, and says, how glorious was the king of Israel today uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of the Lord as one of the fellows shamelessly uncovers himself, acting like somebody from the hood, acting like somebody who ain't been anywhere, because even though David lived in the palace, he didn't forget where he came from. Glory to God. He didn't forget that he used to be a shepherd boy with a few sheep. And so now David says, see, you come for me. You came for the wrong one. Uh, I wasn't going to say nothing. We're going to act like everything all right. But look at verse 2. So David said to Mikael, it was before the Lord. This ain't about you. I'm dancing before the Lord. I ain't even think about you, woman. I'm dancing before the Lord. And look, then he kept saying, look at it. Who chose me instead of your father. <laughs> he chose me. Now, I mean, God, you, this, it almost seemed cold. A father got rejected. He got killed. And David said, I'm king because he chose me. Somebody shout, he chose me. He chose me. See, if you act right and, and, and put some respect on my name, I don't have to be going around telling you that. But since you're going to disrespect me, I got to let you know, he chose me. That's what he says. He says, he chose me instead of your father. And he made appointed me to be ruler over the people of Israel. Oh, therefore, I will play music before the Lord. I'm going to dance all the more. I think King James said, I will become all, all I'll, I'll be all the more vile. You think, you think I'm this, you, you think I'm, I'm acting like somebody from the hood now? Yeah, wait till I really start dropping it low. Hey! He said, I ain't thinking about you. And I'm dancing before the Lord. So again, the Lord told me to tell you rejoice because you are God's choice. Say, I will rejoice because I'm God's choice. See, Mary, y'all, Mary was a lowly, a lowly poor girl, the Bible says. But when God chose her, she embraced it. When he's told, when God told her what he wanted to do with her, she, she said, be it unto me according to your word. I didn't ask you for this. 
Many of us are in a place we didn't ask for. God blessed us with something we didn't ask for. As Pastor Taylor said, something was dropped in our lap. I didn't ask God to be here in Columbia, South Carolina. I didn't ask God for a mega church. I didn't ask God for, for millions of dollars in assets. I didn't ask God for a house on the lake. I'm honest, y'all. I didn't ask God for none of this. I, but God chose me, and he knew what he had in mind for me when I said yes. Look at somebody say, the answer is in your yes. Your life is in your yes. Your prosperity is in your your yes. Your promotion is in your yes. Your increase is in your yes. God said, if you just say yes, I'll do the rest. If you just say yes, I'll do the rest. Man, I heard I hear Bill Wilson. I'm a poet and don't even know it. If you just say yes, he'll do the rest. Somebody say, yes, Lord. So Mary didn't have imposter syndrome. The angel of the Lord comes to her and tells her he wants to use her body to bring forth Jesus into the earth as a virgin girl. And Luke 4, Luke 1, verse 46 through 53, she goes to see her cousin Elizabeth. And sometimes you need to rejoice. You need somebody who's not jealous of you being God's choice to rejoice with you. Everybody's not going to like the fact that you're God's choice. Some people are going to hate on you because you're God's choice. But if folks were smart, the Bible says when David became God's choice, all who were in debt, all who were distressed, and all who were discouraged came and joined themselves to David because they knew if I get connected to somebody that's anointed, my distressed days will be over. My discouraged days will be over. My discontented days will be over. Sometimes you're not the choice, but if you get connected to somebody who is the choice, when they go up, you go up. When they get blessed, you get blessed. Come on, just get connected to somebody who you know God's got his hands on, that God has chosen them to do something great, and then when God uses them, he blesses you for helping them do what he called them to do. Man, a lot of people don't know that. So Luke 1, 46, Mary said, my soul, my soul does magnify the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in the God of my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly estate of his handmaiden. She said, I was, just a, I was nobody before he called me, for behold, henceforth all nations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on those that fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their thrones, and he's exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away. She said, I rejoice that I'm God's choice. That was verses 46 through 48 from the New Living Translation. It says, Mary responded, oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of this lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Listen to one more from, from the message translation of that verses, those verses. And Mary said, I'm bursting with good news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me and said, look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on the earth. He said, God, out of all the people, God chose me. He said, what God has done for me will never be forgotten. The God whose very name is holy set apart from all others. 
And so Paul says we can rejoice even though when you when you recognize I was not qualified, when you recognize I didn't come from the best background, when you recognize I was I was born on the wrong side of the tracks, when you recognize I didn't go to the best school, didn't have the best education, didn't have the best parentage, I didn't have the best upbringing, I didn't have the best connections, I didn't go to the best school, but God chose me anyway. Paul said you need to recognize that wasn't an accident. So he says in 1 Corinthians 1, 26, he said, for you see, brethren, you're calling, for you see, you're calling, brethren, that not many, didn't say he didn't use any, but not many wise according to the flesh. Not many mighty according to the flesh. Not many noble are called. He said, people who already got it going on, God seldom calls them. The reason why God seldom calls people who already got it going on, because they think they don't need God. The reason why God seldom calls people who look like they got the best history is because they won't give God glory for where he brought them from. They feel like I was already here. He says, so not many. He said, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things which are mighty and the base or lowly things of the world and the things which are despised. The things which people think are nothing. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Jersey City? Can anything good come from whatever town that you say you from down by? Yes. The things which are despised, God has chosen. The things which are not, that people would never notice. To bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. In other words, like the man I was sitting when Kendra was playing volleyball. I'm sitting there with a pastor in the area. Ha- happens to be uh, he, he, well, that's, that's irrelevant. But he ha- happens to be a pastor here in the area and we're sitting there at the volleyball match and he found that I'm a pastor. His daughter and my daughter were talking. They, fa- they found they're both of them were PKs, preacher's kids. And so we're sitting there. He says to me, oh, you're a pastor? I said, yeah. And I told him what she said. Oh, yeah, I know your church you are. He said, you have a sprung structure. Yeah. He said, yeah, we have a sprung structure, too. We got to talk about this, this sprung structure, this type of facility. And he said, well, what do you think about that Joel Osteen? I said, well, what's the problem with Joel? I said, I said, I, I, it's just awesome the way God's blessed him and used him in one of the largest churches in the country. He said, yeah. He said, do you realize he dropped out of college? Do you realize he dropped out of college? And I've been to college, I've been to seminary, I got all these degrees, and I work all, I, I work my butt off. And he got that big old ministry. Not many wise. Not many noble. See, he thinks his degrees should qualify to him to have Joe's ministry. Joe recognizes, I couldn't even preach. I wasn't a speaker. I couldn't even preach. I was scared to do it. A lot of people, we didn't deserve the contact center, but we walked in the favor of God. Now, I ain't making fun of him, I'm just being real. What was Joe doing? He giving God praise. He giving God glory. Saying, this ain't me, this is all God. But he chose me. But he chose me. But he chose me. Yeah, I know you're better qualified. 
but he chose me. I know you better looking, but he chose me. I know you got more degrees, but he chose me. I know you from a bigger city, but he chose me. I know you from a bigger background, but he chose me. I know you have more money than me, but he chose me. Somebody stand on your feet, give God praise that he chose you out of everybody he could use. Out of everybody he could bless. Out of everybody he could prosper. Out of everybody he could increase. He chose to bless you. And you are supposed to be here. You are supposed to be here. And some of us are in places that we don't quite know why we're here. But first receive you're supposed to be here. Mm. Glory to God. Esther was an exile girl. Exiled, blending in, a Jewish captive girl. Vastai, the king's wife, disrespected him. He sent her away and went looking for another wife. And Esther was the one chosen. Even though she stood out, even though she was pretty, that wasn't why she was there. She was chosen for one conversation to tell the king about a plot that would have killed all her people. And she was just enjoying being the queen, enjoying having servants, Enjoying having oil baths and massages. And her uncle Mordecai said, you ain't just here to be cute, honey. God has chosen you for such a time as this. You need to go into the king and let him know the plot so God can use you to save his people. He had to convince her to realize that you've been chosen for such a time as this. You've been chosen for such a time as this. Let me say this. It's not an accident that you were born when you were born. I know sometimes we look at period pieces on movies and this and that, and we say, man, if I, was, I wish I was born in that era. I wish I would know. I'm, I'm glad I was born exactly when, I was, when I'm born. Okay? I would have been the best slave ever. I would have been submitted. I, I don't even like surgery. I don't like no pain. I didn't want my mama to beat me. So no, I, I, I would have I, I would have delivered my people. I would have been saying, y'all need to stay right here. Y'all let that Harry go on and do her thing. She no, I was born when I was supposed to be born. You were born with the Bible said God determines our times and the bounds of our habitation. Catch this. Because I know, you know, Columbia's not was considered a major city in this country. It's not. It's not Atlanta. It's not D.C. Not New York. It's not L.A. Columbia, South Carolina. And some of y'all don't even realize what God has done with us and this ministry, this is an anomaly for so many reasons. The biggest one is that the founding pastor had no roots here. 
That's what so many people hated on. Because nobody could take the credit but God. Nobody could say they launched me from here. I went to school with them. God got all, gets all the glory. And I'm saying that, and even though I didn't want to be here initially, I said, God, I'm in your will. And if this is where you have, and God spoke to me because I was complaining. Even though I was, knew I was supposed to be, I was complaining about Columbia, South Carolina. I'm talking 27 years ago, 28 years ago. I was complaining about being here. And the Lord said, if I'm going to bless you here, you'll have to start loving it. And I, that was a process. And so before I could say I loved it, people would say, well, what do you think about it? They were here, not from, what do you think about Columbia, South Carolina? I said, where God sent me. I'm in my assignment. Until I got to the place of saying that I loved it. And the reason why I loved it, because I know I'm right smack dab in the will of God. And God, and this, and Columbia, South Carolina, because this is where I'm supposed to be, has become my Jehovah Jireh. It's a place where my provision has shown up. I'm saying that because I know so many of you, you got in your mind, you need to leave. You need to go here and go there. And you're looking at any other, any opportunity to come, to go someplace that may be out the will of God for your life. God has determined your times and the bounds of your habitation. The bounds of your habitation means I determine where you're supposed to live. A brother here, he's in the uh, army. He's in the army. He's going to be here through, through uh, September. Then they're going to be restationed. Okay? The army is sending them someplace else. Got orders to go someplace else. When you're in this army, you don't go where you want to go. You go where you're signed to go. And even though we have these traditional songs that we sing about, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord, we are constantly restationing ourselves. And God strategically, just like the military, strategically places people where they may be needed at any given time for the issues and the conflicts that may arise throughout the world. God puts us in a particular place and for a particular assignment based upon spiritual warfare. So before you just go running off, ask God, God, where am I supposed to be? Because many of you, God's chosen you right where you are even though you don't see it. And he wants to prosper you right where you are. Joseph was a slave part of his house, but he prospered there because God was with him. You will prosper when you're in the place that God tells you to be because God is with you. Somebody received that this morning? Yeah. Those of us who are old enough to remember the root story, Kunta Kinte kept trying to run away and he got beat, and then he finally got his foot cut off so he couldn't run anymore. So his child, his daughter that he had, he named her Kizzy. And Kizzy means stay put. My oldest niece's name is Kizzy because she was born when Roots was on. Named her Kizzy. And it literally meant stay put. And for some of you, that's the word of the Lord to you, Kizzy. You'd stay put. Because I can tell you, you can run someplace pursuing something 
money or whatever and get right out the will of God. And it doesn't mean you can't recover, but it can take years to recover. We went to Maine out the will of God, we recovered, but it took years to recover. And if I had to do it all over again and not have to recover, I would rather not have to recover. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Thank God his grace is fish. He brings us through and brings us out. But some people say, I'll do it all over again. I'm like, fool. I wouldn't do it all over again. I wouldn't do it all over again. The shortest distance between two points is a straight line. I would have taken a straight line rather than going over the mountain through the hills. Amen. Bow your heads before the Lord. Lift your hands. Father, I speak a blessing over your people today. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus that we have the assurance of knowing we're in the will of God, where we are. I ask that we have the assurance of knowing that we're in your perfect will, that we recognize I'm supposed to be here in Jesus' name, that we walk in the fullness of your blessing, we walk in the privilege of your anointing, we don't apologize for being blessed, we don't apologize for increasing. We don't apologize for thinking higher and living higher. But we're supposed to be here. Because the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And it addeth no sorrow. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch. Connect with us for digital impartation weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Marsha Bailey on Clubhouse for marriage, faith, and family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rdcitv. We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for Manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time.